if microdosing magic mushrooms is not working for me, should I just quit and maybe come back at a later time and revisit it? We're going to answer this question and a few more on this episode of Microdose You. Let's do it. You're listening to Microdose You Radio on the world's famous KMDU FM Salt Lake City. Watch this. Watch this. Hey there. Welcome back. Dr. Dave here, Microdose You. Thank you so much for being with me here today. Class is just about ready to begin. Ding, ding, ding. There's the bell. I did receive a really good question from a listener. Uh, Melissa asks if there's ever instances where microdosing might not work for someone at one point in their life, but results could happen from attempting it again months later. It's a really interesting question, Melissa. Let me see if I can tackle that. Um, my, my, my first blush answer is going to say yes and no. Very possible, though. Um, if microdosing is not working for someone, I don't think it's actually the psilocybin itself, I think there's something that's going on that's a little bit deeper. Um, on, on the simplest level, I could say that if, if it's not working for someone, they might just not be ready. Now, I'm not saying that's the case for you, but some people just for some reason, even though they say they're ready, they want to change, they're, they're just not really ready to change. And so remember, psilocybin is not just a pharmaceutical that you pop into your body and just go about your business and hope for the best. Oftentimes, other things do have to go along with that. And I've actually spoken in detail about these things. But for example, the morning ritual that I that I'd highly recommend and just other things that need to really go along with it. But even more likely, if it's not working, I would say, and I know I've talked about this before as well, but I want to reiterate because it's a, it's a really good question. It's a very important question. I want to make sure that Anybody that's listening to this in this situation that is just not working for, I want to make sure you go to your doc, go to your primary care doc and get a really good physical because in so many instances, there could be something going on in your body that psilocybin is just not going to fix unless this underlying cause is fixed before that. And some examples could be deficiency in some vitamins or, or nutrients or some type of mineral or something, some type of nutrients, some, something that you're deficient in, something that you're not getting enough of and it's wreaking havoc on your body in a certain way. Another thing is, again, this is not an exhaustive list, but just a couple little examples of things that you need to have checked out. Your thyroid levels. If you've got low thyroid, then all the psilocybin in the world is not going to correct that problem. And that can cause mental health issues for sure. And if you're a male, make sure you get testosterone checked. Female, estrogen. All of these nutrients and minerals and hormones. Our, our body is very, very complex. And we've got to make sure it's working the way it was intended to work. So make sure... You're on the right track, and even if you think that everything's okay, get it checked out. But get it checked out by a really good doctor and let them know why you're getting it checked out. Go in there and let them know that you've got this issue and you want to make sure that all your levels are okay. So that I would absolutely do that. And secondly, I, I know I've talked about this in the past, but probably too much, but make sure your sleep is okay. Make sure your breathing is okay. Make sure you're getting enough oxygen. Make sure that when you go to sleep at night, you don't have some type of obstruction, which we call obstructive sleep apnea, or even another type of sleep apnea, which is called central sleep apnea. Get tested for this. 
I've got it. I've got sleep apnea. I know about this. I know about it personally. It's, it's dangerous. And most people that walk around that have sleep apnea don't think they have it. It's undiagnosed in most cases. So don't think you're one of the ones that says, no, I'm, I'm totally fine, but you might not be. So I'm going to really recommend a sleep test and make sure you don't have any type of sleep issues because, again, that will wreak enough havoc on your body that most likely there's a chance that microdosing may not work because other things are overriding it. But getting back to the very original question, is it possible that there's a time that it just might not work and then maybe months later or you know, sometime later it may work? It's possible. It's possible, sure. Any, anything's possible. I, I'd be irresponsible to say, no, that's absolutely impossible because we're all human beings. Again, we're all different, and there's so many other forces that come into play. So yeah, it's a possibility. But something else you might want to take a look at if microdosing just has not worked and you've had all these other things checked out, it might be time to think about a macrodose. I won't go into detail about that, but it could be a solution as long as everything else has been checked out and there's no other reason that microdose is not working. Could be time. Anyway, Melissa, I really hope that helps you. Another question came in from email from Paulina. And Paulina basically asks, she's, she's got a stutter. And she's got a stuttering issue. And she wants to know whether it would be better to, for her to microdose to help her with that problem or would it be better for her to take a macrodose? And this answer is going to be very similar. And by the way, Paulina, the good news is that there has been some research out there. I, I believe there's been some research that shows that psilocybin and the rewiring of the brain may very well help you with stuttering. It's a, it's great news. I really believe this is going to help you. But as far as the microdose versus the macro, um, it, it's it's the same for anything I would I would answer. I mean, I think either of them would work. It just depends on what you want to do. Um, if you want something really, really fast, then I would say the macro could be the way to go. And then maybe follow that up a short time after that with a regular microdosing regimen. That could be a great answer. But some people just don't want to macrodose. And microdose will work. It just takes a little bit longer and you have to be a little bit patient. I've been on my microdosing journey, as you know, for over two years now. I've been very, very, very pleased with the way it's working. Now, if I would have started off earlier on and done some macrodoses or at least one very large dose, could that have been even better? I, I don't know the answer now because I'm already on my microdose journey. So whatever I do now, it wouldn't be fair because I already have two years plus invested into this. So I, I can't say, but it just really depends on personal preference, Paulina. There, there's no right and there's no wrong. So I welcome you here. I encourage you to do one or the other or both. And please let us know how it's working. I'm, I'm really, really curious to know how psilocybin will help you with your stuttering. So please get back to me. Let us all know. We're all, we're all curious and we're, and we're rooting for you too. Rob from Messenger asks me if microdosing helps with sleep. Another great question. And my answer is yes and no. It's, it's, I cover all bases, right? When I say yes and no. Um, so 
microdosing really does help with a lot of other things. So, for example, if micro, if you're, if you've got anxiety, and microdosing magic mushrooms is helping you with anxiety, I submit to you that your sleep will be better. But sometimes, sleep. Sleep issues are really complex. And as, as I've always said, everything's connected. And it could be a very complex issue. Some people say that microdosing gives them more energy. So if that's the case, I would not recommend microdosing before bed if it's giving you more energy. I always, or I shouldn't say always, but generally take my dose in the morning. And by the way, um, we'll kill two birds with one stone because Valerie, the next question is, is it best to microdose on an empty stomach? And I say, again, it depends. It, it doesn't really matter that much. I generally do, but it doesn't matter. If you don't microdose on an empty stomach, it, it just takes a little bit longer for it to, to take effect. That's all. It's, there's, there's, it's really not a game changer either way. It's not crucial, but everything being equal, I would say yes microdose on an empty stomach as long as your stomach can t- as long as your, it doesn't bother your stomach in any way such as nausea or vomiting which generally microdoses do not but getting back to rob again um sleep is very complex and i've talked to you in detail about sleep on the show and i would really recommend that most people get a sleep study because so many people unfortunately these days are walking around with something called obstructive sleep apnea or even central sleep apnea, some type of sleep apnea, which is really kind of killing us in the middle of the night. We don't know it. I, I have it. I'm being treated for it. And that's in addition to microdosing. Because if we, if we have sleep apnea and we're not treated for it, that means multiple times during the night, our breathing stops and, and our blood oxygen saturation goes down. And that's really, really harmful. And it can cause a myriad of other medical conditions. So, Rob, if you're doing all of the sleep hygiene things properly, such as, you know, I won't go into all of them, but when I, when I say sleep hygiene, I mean you're not consuming caffeine after 2 p.m., um, you're, you're falling asleep in a, in a dark room, a room that's a little bit on the cooler side as opposed to being hot, um, you're not looking at a screen at least a couple hours before bed, like you're not at your computer or your iPhone, and then trying to go right to sleep. There's so many other things, but but check sleep hygiene because that's really, really important. And then along with microdosing, I would say, yes, it should help because again, it's cutting down on our anxiety and anxiety is a huge reason that so many people just can't sleep. I hope that helps Rob and Valerie about, is it best to take on an empty stomach as well? Barb asks me, why do you say I love you at the end of every show? Don't get me wrong, I love it, but I'm just curious as to why you do it. Barb, that's a really, really interesting question. And I'm glad somebody asked this because I do it. I do it on almost every episode as long as I remember. And I've been doing it for quite some time. But nobody's ever really said, why do you do it? But, but I have had people say that they love the show here because, because I do say it. So I want to share with you why I generally say I love you at the end of every show. When I turn this microphone on, I'm not just speaking into a microphone and I'm not just recording a podcast to get listens. I'm doing it for a much more important reason because I see you on the other end of that microphone, wherever you are in this world. I see, I feel you, I see you, and I know that you're listening to me for a reason. Now, the reason could just be because you're just curious and that's great. I love it. But most people that listen to the show here have some type of an issue they want to fix. 
whether it's a mental health issue or feeling better about their lives or, or being more positive and connected and mindful and spiritual, better at work. There, there's a reason you're here. And I feel you. I'm, I feel connected to you. You're not just a body on the other end of this microphone. No, you're a real person. And as I'm recording every single episode, I put my love and energy into this so you will feel this on the other end. So how could I not, at the end of an episode, how, how could I not just say, I love you? If I do, and I really do, I'll tell you something. I've, I've tried to listen to a lot of other podcasts out there that talk about microdosing, magic mushrooms. And I hate to say this because I, I really wish it were different, but many of them are just not that good. You've got like a, just a voice on the other end and they're just spouting out sometimes very unuseful information that makes no sense. And that's it. There are, there are a few good ones that I've listened to, but, but a lot of them unfortunately are not that good. So I put my heart and soul into every single episode. And as I've always said, if I only had one person listening who was engaged and if there's only one person that I could help, I'd be okay with that. But instead, there are so many of you out there that are listening to me every single time I turn this mic on and record an episode. And for that, I do love you. I really, really mean that. Thanks for the questions. You can always reach me on Facebook. And if you don't have Facebook, my email address is rundrdave at gmail.com. It's R U N. D-R-D-A-V-E, run Dr. Dave at Gmail. I will try to answer as much as I can. As you can understand, I do get a lot of mail and I do get a lot of messages on Facebook. and I do the best I can, guys. So I will make it my mission to help you any way I can. Okay. See you next time. Microdose U, class is over. There's the bell. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. <laughs>